Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, you can't lose the Georgia Tech. You got two weeks to prepare for Georgia Tech. There, there's no excuses at this point. I, I will, before we embarked on this three-game stretch, if you go back and listen to the episode before this three-game stretch, I said it's a, it's a significant chance that you could go 0-3. These teams, with the exception of NC State, I felt like was better coached, better conditioned, and just better teams. I feel like we are a better team than NC State. I felt like we was better coached than NC State. We just made a dumb decision at the end of the game. Um, but Wake, Wake Forest and Clemson are two of the top teams in this conference. And, you know, it's it's sad to sit here and record this and say this, but their 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 programs are better right now. They have better offensive and defensive line play. Um, before the season started, I think the whole offseason, I uh, basically just beat a dead horse and just kept beating it and kept beating it. And, and just saying, to, that was just a coin of phrase, that offensive and defensive, offensive and defensive line play would dictate this season. And uh, it has. I mean, uh, Kate and Lyles, Bless Harris are supposed to be starters. They're not there. You you put in Robert Scott and Maurice Smith, and this is it. I haven't seen Kate and Lyles play, so I can't say it's a drop off. But Maurice Smith is, you know, he needs to get in the weight room. Robert Scott needs to get in the weight room. I mean, he did an okay job against uh, Clemson, and I would when I say okay, I'm thinking C minus. I think the off the offense as a whole did okay. The defense, I I, I don't know what to say. I mean, constantly out of position, constantly getting beat on swing routes. Missing tackles. Um, I mean, for all the good energy that was built up in the NC State game, you kind of lost that in the Clemson game. And, you know, like I said, you just can't lose to Georgia Tech. Not with two weeks to prepare. I'm hoping that you get Fabian Lovett back. You get an extra week to get him back. And that should help tremendously. Because he's he really is the run defense. I mean, he's the heart and soul of the run defense. Because, I mean, if you can just go three and two, you know, down this last stretch, I mean, I got I got wins over Georgia Tech and Louisiana. Um, then you got to win. You got to win Miami, Florida, or Syracuse. 
And Syracuse is looking pretty good right now. So I don't know if you can beat them. And then you got two rivalry games. And, you know, you can just throw the records out the window when it comes to rivalry games. So you you got five games left to get bowl eligible. I think that's pretty much what we're shooting for right now. Is just getting to a bowl game, getting some more practices, you know, seeing if we can improve this thing. Um I like how I like how the team kept fighting. They didn't give up. I mean, but it just sucks losing to Clemson seven years in a row. Um it's it's we, we got to do something with our strength and conditioning, man. Cause that's that's pretty much how we're losing games now. We're getting pushed all over the field. We got to do something about that. I actually like some of the offensive play calling. I like the uh, aggressive uh, throws, the jump balls to to uh, Wilson. I like that. Um, Jordan Travis just has to just has to put the ball out there better. I mean, they were bad throws. The, the receiver had no chance to catch the football. I, to me, you're aiming the ball for a spot. Instead of just lobbing the ball in the air and just see who the better athlete is. Like, you have to actually give Johnny Wilson a chance to catch the football. I mean, it's called a 50-50 ball for a reason. But to me, you didn't you didn't give him a 50% chance of catching the football. You gave him no chance. So, Kurt Herbstreet said one of the most insightful things that I've heard him say in doing Florida State football games. And um, he said, and it pertains to Jordan Travis, he said the off, he, Jordan Travis is at his best when you get the ball out of his, out of his hands quickly. And I totally agree with that. I think you have to get that, the football out of his hands as quickly as possible, and good things happen. When he drops back and has to read defenses, that's when bad things happen. And that's why I say that he shouldn't go pro. He should stay another year because that's just something that that is real big in pro football. And they're not going to let you learn on the job with that. So if you can get another year up under your belt of reading defenses, I think it would behoove you to stay another year. Um, but I mean, I had us, I had us at two and five at this point of the season. I had us at two and five. So to be four and three, I mean, it's, it's better than last year, but you cannot lose to Georgia Tech. I mean, I think that's when the rails are really gonna, this thing is really going to go off the rails if you lose to Georgia Tech. Not with not with two weeks to prepare for Georgia Tech. I, I don't I don't really think any logical thinking Florida State fan was going into this three game stretch thinking that we were going to win all three of these games. I thought at best we could beat NC State. I felt like we could beat them, and we should have won that game. But. I mean, we got a long way to go. We got a long way to go. Um, we we got to do something about our interior 
Um, we just got to build up depth and we got to we got to do a major overhaul of our strength and conditioning program, because like I said, every game we got players laying down on the field. And and then they'll come back and play. So that's to me, that's strength and conditioning. You know, you should be able to fight through a lot of this stuff. At some point, you got to put Julian Armel out there. You you can't you can't you cannot sit here and tell me that Robert Scott is better than Julian Armella. You cannot tell me that Robert Scott is better than Julian Armella. You got to put him out there at some point. So, um, you know, it sucks to be on a three-game losing streak. Um, there are some positives. Mostly negatives throughout this three-game losing streak. Uh, we got a long way to go. It's an uphill battle. Uh, you cannot lose to Georgia Tech. I cannot emphasize that enough. Look for Georgia Tech to run a lot of the things that other teams have been running. Uh, the dive play up the middle is going to be that's going to be the Achilles heel for Florida State. Is the dive play up the middle? They got to figure out some kind of way to stop that. I mean, I don't know if Fabian Lovett is that is the only guy that can play run defense. Um, DBs are not playing good. Um, you know, not tackling good in space. Um, guys just wide open in the Clemson game. Just wide open, bro. Catching touchdowns. Like, it is, it baffles the mind. Like, I don't know what kind of scheme we running here. The defense definitely needs some work. Um, you know, I, I just feel like there there should not be guys running wide open for touchdowns. Okay? And I'm pretty sure the defenses uh, are not designed that way. But for some reason, they're just not working out the way they're designed. So I, I just think you need to just simplify the defense as much as possible. And, uh, you know, let these guys play fast. Um, I see where some fans are calling for Tate Rodemaker. Um, I, I don't think putting him in is going to help the situation. I think, uh, you know, the offensive line has improved, but it's still not elite. And, you know, for this team to get where everybody wants it to be in this fan base, you you you're gonna have to have <clears throat> excuse me. You're gonna have to have elite offensive line play to beat Clemson. Just to win the ACC, you're gonna have to have elite offensive line play. Beating Clemson, beating Wake Forest, and you know that's that's just the way it is. And it takes time to build uh, that type of uh, offensive line. It takes time to build that kind of defensive line. Uh, it it has improved every year under Mike Novell, so I just think you just got to give him some more time. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll be the first one to admit that he, he makes some questionable calls in games and um, some bad decisions. Uh, 
But who else is walking through that door? That's the question. If you fire him, every time you fire a coach, you're hitting the reset button on your program. It doesn't matter who you are. You're hitting because you're going to have transfers. You're going to have, you know, all kinds of things happening within the program. So I don't think Florida State is at a point where they can hit the reset button. I think you just got to keep grinding. You got to keep recruiting. You got to keep hitting that transfer portal. And you just got to keep building. That's the name of the game. I don't think anybody came into this season thinking that we were going to go undefeated and go to win the ACC championship and go to the playoff. I think most people were thinking 7-5, and 8-4. and four. At least I was. But after the LSU game, I said, okay, these guys are dominating on the offensive line and defensive lines of scrimmage. We can go places. But then injuries, bless Harris, Fabian Lovett, the depth behind those guys, um, we don't know how good it can be. Um, I just, it's going to be very interesting to see how this thing works out, um, next year. Um, cause some of these guys on the offensive line are going to have to play. Um, you know, they've been red shirting for years and years and years. Somebody, some of these guys going to have to play. I mean, and, you know, I've been saying this for a long time, a long time. Strength and conditioning has to I, take a monumental leap. And in my humble opinion, it doesn't take five years to get your team to an elite level of strength and conditioning. It has to just 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 like playing hard for the coach. It, it takes buy in. You know, the players have to believe that that strength. They have to believe in your strength and conditioning program. One. Then two, they have to participate in it. And um <clears throat> like I said, this I, I just don't think that you can just go into the transfer portal every year and thinking that you're gonna get a Jared Verse or uh Jermaine Johnson type player. Those you know, you've hit you've effectively hit the lottery two times in a row with those two guys. But you you can't roll the dice every year and think that you're going to get those type of guys. So, you know, you have to do your due diligence in recruiting and uh you know, I I don't like to call for people jobs. I just I don't like doing that, but um some changes got to be made, man. I'm sorry, it's just, you know, 34-28, the score wasn't that close. I respect this team for not giving up. I have a tremendous amount of respect for the players. It, they kept playing hard, but, you know, we're we're just not there on the offensive and defensive lines. And at one point, you know, several years ago, we, we had great defensive line play. We had okay. We had good enough offensive line play with the scheme that we was running. But now, you know, college football has gone to this power 
football where you, you I mean, like I said before, you have to have rhinos up front. <clears throat> you can't get away with finesse offensive linemen. You know, you have to be able to move people off the ball. And, uh, you know, we don't have that at Florida State. And I know we're missing basically two starters. Robert Scott is not supposed to be starting, and Maurice Smith is not supposed to be starting. It's supposed to be Bless Harris and Caden Lyles. And if those two guys were starting, maybe we would have better offensive line play. I don't know. But you got to roll with the guys that you have. And, uh, you know, Robert Scott struggles against, you know, decent to good to elite pass rushers. Pick a category. He struggles. So, um, like I said, I like um, the offensive play calling. As I said earlier, I like the offensive play calling against Clemson. It was a little bit more creative. I like the aggressiveness. I like going for the win. I like throwing the jump ball to to Johnny Wilson. The throws just have to be better. I mean, when you're throwing a jump ball to a 6'7 guy, you just lob it up there. You're not throwing it to a spot. You're not throwing it to the corner of the end zone. It's one-on-one, and you just just lob it up there. And hopefully a 6'7 guy is going to come down with the ball. I mean, you're asking him to basically be a ballerina and contort in the air and catch a ball. You're trying to throw it so the DB can't get it. I mean, I don't understand that. So I like the aggressiveness. Aggressiveness. I like the aggressiveness on special teams. I I, I like all that stuff. I'm not going to bash you for that. I can respect you going for the win. And I'm talking to Mike Novell. I can respect you going for the win. Defensively, we took a step back. I think against NC State, we took a step forward. Against Clemson, we took a step back. Um, And you just have to know that these last five remaining games, these teams are going to try to run the football right up the middle, you know, in between the, the tackles. They're gonna most teams have figured out that you can't stop it. You did better against Clemson, but I mean in, in clutch and or excuse me, in crunch time and clutch situations, you couldn't you had no answer for it. They was getting what they wanted. And you playing Georgia Tech next, you playing against Jeff Sims, you playing against an improved Georgia Tech team, you you can't lose that game, but I mean it's a possibility that you could. I mean, I'm hoping we can get Fabian Lovett back. I mean, I'm hoping that we can get him back. He, You just, man, our whole run defense is based on one guy. We have no depth. I mean, that's what it seems like. Um. Again, I, I asked fans to, to chill with the, the backup quarterback stuff. You know, Tate Rodermaker proved that he can play at this level, but I don't. I think you got to put the best athlete out there against, uh, I mean, with this offensive line. 
And it again, not to to um, dump on the offensive line. Much improved versus last year. Much improved versus last year, but still got a ways to go. So, you know, Alex Atkins. Hopefully, he's gonna still be on his team next year. Um, I think he's only offensive coordinator in name only. He's not calling the plays, and I think. That might be the problem. I think you need to let him call the plays. Um, You know, I think at this level, the head coach should be a game manager and focus more on all aspects of the operation. Um, But Norvell wants to call plays, so um, it is what it is. I think Atkins did call plays when he was at Charlotte, so I know he can do it. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I I just think out of these last five games, you would hope to go three and two. Um, Georgia Tech, Louisiana, and Miami. I I think it's gonna be a tall ass to beat Syracuse at this point. I think it's gonna be a tall ass to beat Florida. Um. But, you know, it's just – I think you need to make some changes on the offensive line, particularly at center and left tackle. I really think you need to make some changes. I think you got a bye week here to really get Armella in there and get Washington in there. I think think Armella at left tackle and Washington at center would be an upgrade over Smith – and Scott. And I think you got two weeks to get them ready to play Georgia Tech. And I think that will help this team tremendously. Defensively, you know, you don't have any big bodies that you can put in there to um, offset the loss of uh, Fabian Lovett. Um, so it kind of is what it is with that situation. Um, I don't know, man. We between a rock and a hard place. You know, coming up on this was the, to me, this was the toughest part of our schedule. I just wanted one game. Like I said earlier, NC State was at one game and we gave it away. I would have been happy coming out of that with one and two. Um, but now you got five games left. I think you can get three wins out of this and finish seven and five. And that that was that would be pretty much what I predicted. That'd be exactly what I predicted. Um, I mean, we we got a long ways to go. But um, you know, just overall evaluation to this point. Strength and conditioning has to improve tremendously. You got to find some players on the offensive line at center and left tackle. I think your guards are playing really well. I think your right tackle is playing with really well. They move people. You know what I'm saying? They they go out there and get after it. I just the center, the center and the left tackle are the weak points of your offensive line. And opposing defense 
defenses and defensive coordinators, they know that. Clemson knew that. They knew to put their best pass rusher on Robert Scott that he couldn't hold up. I mean, if you go back and look at that that tape, Xavier Thomas was pretty much over there the whole time. But he's still working his way back into game shape. That's why he would he he couldn't dominate the way he did. Um but um I think we can we can stop the Jordan Travis elite quarterback talk. You know, don't don't throw me a bunch of analytics. I believe in the eye test, and my eyes say he's not an elite quarterback. Much improved, but like I said earlier in the podcast, Curb Herb Street hit it, hit the nail right on the head. He's at his best when he gets the ball out of his hands quickly. When he has to make quick throws, that's when he's at his best. When he has to step back or drop back and read defenses, that's when bad things happen. So, um, again, my advice to him is stay another year. This is going to be a quarterback-heavy draft. And, you know, you run the risk of being undrafted. So why not stay another year, hone your skills, and potentially increase your draft stock? And uh, that's it. Um, Get some more guys in the portal. Uh. Get these guys in the weight room year round and, you know, try to come out here. And, uh, you know, I'm not I'm talking like this season is a wash, but I just, you know, some fans are saying we're going to go five and oh down the stretch. That's that's not happening. I think the the best case scenario is three and two. Three and two. You never concede anything, but you got to be real with yourself. Right. You know, I I have I have the ability to stay up 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Is it is it is it's possible, but is it likely? No, it's probably not going to happen. So same thing with football. We have we could go five and oh, but it's probably based on previous games in history. This season, that's probably not going to happen. So, you know, some fans, they like to live in this mythical, you know, virtual reality, (laughs) you know, PlayStation All-American type world. I I live more in a reality-based environment. And I just take the lay of the land and I say, hey, you got three games left. I mean, five games left. I think you can win three of them. Louisiana ain't no pushover. Georgia Tech ain't no pushover. You know, these you could you could actually go 0-5 if you don't come out here with your mind right. You could actually go 0-5. Um, so Syracuse, you know, give give Babers, give Dino Babers a lot of respect, man. He he got them guys playing. And they love to run the football with, uh, was it 34? It, it, you better hope Fabian Lovett comes back. Because they love to run the football. And, you know, we, we held them last year. But um, it's going to be a tall ass this year. So, 
Um, you know, you could go 0-5. I hope that doesn't happen. But the potential is there. Uh, Mike Norvell really got to get his stuff together, man. You know, it's gut check time. You got to dig deep. You know, you're going to really find out what this team is made of the last, you know, five weeks of the season. I, I just think, like I said, you got to take this bye week to really look at your offensive line. You know, Robert Scott is not the answer at left tackle. Mari Smith is not the answer at center. Um, I feel like Darius Washington is a better center than Mari Smith. And, um, you know, I, I hope we can get Lovett back. Um, but we, we got to figure out something. Uh, overall on defense, we got to figure out something because you got guys running wide open for touchdowns. That shouldn't happen. I can understand you getting beat, but just guys running wide open, come on. Something something ain't being coached right. Um, you know, I, I, I went back and I listened to... <laughs> Some of the beginning episodes of this podcast, and I, I had no format, bro. I had no format. I was just, I don't even know what I was doing. So I had to really just get in the lab and and figure out what I was doing. And even then, you know, I was getting a lot of listeners. And I, I just know that you guys were like, what is what the hell is this guy talking about? You might even be saying that now. But... You know, just from the early days of uh, December 2019, man, thank you for supporting this podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. And as always, go Knowles.